Welcome, everyone, and whomever, and nobodies. It doesn't matter who's watching this, especially if anybody is. It doesn't, whatever. Uh, we are some nobodies. My name is Zach, and this is Dylan, a.k.a. Vorpal Words, on all social medias. Uh, and what we do is uh, we're content creators. We're, we're media makers. We're ground shakers and rump. I, you know, I, I really should have taken shaker, shakers first. Yeah. Uh, maybe ground takers and then shake <laughs> break, breaker. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So what we do is we create a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we have a show. It comes out on Sundays. Uh, we're in the middle of season one and season two currently. Um, but that show, what we do is we find some of our favorite creators and uh, just people that create anything, really. Movies, podcasts, uh, music videos, foam donuts that you wear in your head. Oh, uh, and and <laughs> Jess Paul's great. Uh, anyway, we, uh, we interview them about their creative process, and then we create something with them. We have 42 episodes of that out. That is 42 projects that we have just created uh, that are in different tiers of being worked on and whatever, whatever. But uh, uh, we decided that instead of just creating more and more and more stuff, we should really put Dylan's talents to work uh, and then really take these things and then break them down and actually take them from like, hey, here's a funny idea that we talk about for a half an hour and then put that down and say, hey, here's actually what we do if you want to make this into a podcast, if you want to make this into a board game, if you want to make this into uh, a, a new form of Pog, which is liquid based, and I'll get into <laughs> it later on my other uh, Pog blogs. Uh, don't, don't worry about that. Oh, that's not bad. That's not a bad name. I know. See, that's uh, that, that's how creative uh, we are. Now, at any time, if you like what we're saying or we're in the middle of a creative process, you think your comment would be cool, just throw it up in the comments. Uh, please, we love that. The reason we decided to have this show was because we wanted to engage with people live and, and let their cool ideas seep into what we do because uh, Dylan's got great ideas. Uh, I've got great ideas. But you know what? You have better ideas, which is great. So uh, we would like to steal your ideas. Yeah, we want to capitalize ideas. on your comments. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let us let us sell out for you. So uh, give us your comments. Give us any kind of things that you want to talk about, even if you just want our opinion on anything, yeah. uh, including what my hat is uh, or or what that sign in Dylan's uh, 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 right right side left side uh, poster is or the uh, conspicuous just, missing hair right here. You're the only one that talks about that or brings it up. And that one if person. You, if you need to know that conspicuous piece of hair that's missing, I have it right here. Oh, yeah. I took it from Dylan and I folded yep. it in the, the way that Thor folds Loki's hair into his uh, braids. Now, normally oh, yeah. we have we have a bunch of nerd content that I like to ask Dylan because I I love his his point of view on things. Um, but there's not really a lot going on. You know, Marvel's What If is out right now, and, and that you know, episode one just popped, and that's cool because. 
I'm not really sure how that's going to work into all the timelines. I think because of like the Delta strain of COVID, some more of like theater stuff is kind of being pushed back. I know that Venom now got pushed back two weeks on its uh, international release. And, uh, you know, Shang-Chi is the next Marvel movie that we have coming out. There's really no new uh, Star Wars content happening for a little bit, uh, except in a novelization. So we're kind of in a weird lull. Um, so I don't really have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, the Assassin's Creed DLC just came out, and I am oh, yeah. e I am eating it up like a Krispy Kreme donut. Uh, it is cool. Mm -hmm. The Siege of Paris, which is cool. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, honestly, like, most time it's just the things that I want to talk about. Anything going on that you want to talk about? You know, like, anything you want to chit-chat about? Uh, oh, man. I don't have anything. Uh, Dune is coming out in two months. Yeah. That's... Uh, ho hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Oh, my, my God. If, if it gets delayed again, I'm going to be really bummed out. Yeah, I'll say that's one of the, that's one of the few nerd content things that i know about that i'm really looking forward to um like moon knight I'm, I'm looking forward to whenever that does drop which is a year away um, well as uh cbr.com keeps telling me oscar isaac suits up as moon knight in this jaw-dropping image or <laughs> or uh <laughs> oh man who is harry potter um uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Daniel Lewis, uh, Dan Daniel Radcliffe suits up as Wolverine in this yeah. jaw-dropping image. Oh, the new what? one! The, the new one that's going on is Henry Cavill suits up as uh, Cyclops in this new jaw-dropping jaw image. image. Yeah. Thanks, CBR, I or like Star Wars Marvel Comics just filled in this plot hole from Last Skywalker. Oh, Last Skywalker, Rise Re of Return of the Skywalker, Revenge of the Skywalkers. Um, uh, Scott yeah. Curtis. Oh. Uh yeah, Scott Curtis. You I tell you, honestly, what this opposite day, dude? <laughs> we miss you. There's yeah. no way you miss us. We're here constantly. Uh, we miss you. I, I like that you have those glasses on now. <laughs> yeah, you're looking snazzy. He's he's attempting to look smart, which makes his he, memes funnier. By the he way, he went from being a butcher to being a writer. Have you not seen? Okay, never mind. <laughs> have you seen that where it's like? Take a blue collar person, put some glasses on him, and then suddenly it's like he butcher to artist. Like, oh, I, th I thought butcher was some kind of reference to his stand up routine or something. <laughs> I thought that was a reference that I yeah, did not, or a Dean Martin thing. Kills him every time. He slays him, honestly. Yeah. The way the way butchers don't, uh, they don't mm, kill them. Yeah, they, just I cut, guess. they just cut them up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So free guy. That movie came out. Uh, uh, wait, oh. Uh, the Alabama plant life attacked my eyes. Uh, Alabama plant life is my bluegrass band name. That that's true. And he dropped an underground single and I picked it up for him. So it's yeah. not that big of a, t <laughs> so he didn't lose it, which is good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's called glaucoma. And in, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in Colorado, they have other plants that will help that, uh, help <laughs> what attack your, your eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, did, so yeah, let's get, oh, sorry. did free guy come out? Is that out? That yeah, Free Guy, Free Guy came out in the theater, and the thing is, it's getting really good reviews. They're saying mm. that, like, not only is it like a kind of a quirky comedy about you know existentialism, whatever, but it actually has this cool, deep meaning about life and what it means to be an individual. And there's this kind of like uh war, like Taika Watiti's in this like uh hardware war with it doesn't matter. You should check it out. It's actually pretty, pretty good. It's very funny, obviously. Wait, did you um, see it? No. 
not not legally, not legally. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, but the thing about Ryan Reynolds, you know, like him or, or don't like him, the thing you have to say is that that dude gives his all every single performance. He really gets into it, and I think with this movie, he really got a concept that he could wrap his head around. Uh, and it's not just oh, let's make very you know topical references and put uh, put a mask on and, and, and fart a little bit. Um, mm. Deadpool or, or Green Lantern, I guess, or or that yeah. character in the Blade movie. Um, oh right, uh, yeah. But um, yeah, Free Guy, it's it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so if you want to hear some of our other movie reviews or whatever's going on, we do have a, sh- a show that comes out Mondays and some Fridays uh, called The Real Boys, where we review uh, ours and other people's favorite movies uh, or or make fun of Dancing with Wolves, which was our last yeah. one. Um, but I do like that movie. I- I'll still stand by yeah. Dancing with Wolves. It's it's a it's pretty fun. movie. It is pretty pretty long. Um, Anyway, okay, so what this show is, what <laughs> no, that wasn't good. I thought that was good. Oh, was I my time yeah. was my timing off on that one? No, no, it was good. No? All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh all right, so past the nerd news, what this show is, we call it Twitching Upstream because obviously we do this on Twitch as well as our live platforms, but we try to uh get ourselves up to a streaming service. We're really trying to sell out, we're really trying to show people that we have the chops uh or the or the the the, the coyones. Or the, 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 the what, what, what's, uh, yeah. what, what are some other words that mean like, uh, 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 chops? You said chops. Yeah, I did say chops. I don't, like the, no, you, damn it, you said that. Not, um, not those, not those two. Those are, anyway, we have what it takes skills. to constantly. <laughs> To constantly create content and really just keep on uh, chugging along and making some funny or weird stuff. So what we've been doing uh, yesterday, or last week, we started one of our newer projects. Um, we call this one Forced Limit. Yeah. Right, Forced Limit? Is that what yeah. you got? Forced Limit. Yeah, you got uh, it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Dylan's going to uh, introduce what this concept is and, and what we worked on last week and what we're going to try to get done this week and uh, and moving forward. So like I said, yeah. anytime you got something to say. Put it in the comments. Yeah, we'll address it. it. Yeah, give it, give it to us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, force limit, and I'm going to pop a bigger window onto the screen here. So uh, on episode four of Twitching Upstream, which you can go watch, uh, the link is in the show notes. Uh, Zach and I developed an idea where Zach had the thought of, what if robots had a nine to five, like super advanced, like workable robots, had a nine to five life where they simulated like you know people going to stuff after work and they would go to diners and they have jukeboxes and things like that. And one day a human walks into their diner and dies. What happens then? And so we spun it out into the story of like this guy who's a compliance officer with a robotics manufacturer is trying to spill the beans about how all the robots are hyper radioactive after several years. And so the robots have to like hunt down his body and get the information out of a data stick and then give it to a journalist, which triggers a robot purge, and then they escape and join a bunch of like other radioactive robots wandering the wasteland afterwards. And we had figured this would be like a five-issue <coughs> or five-book um, graphic novel. And Zach's a little more kind of comfortable, not comfortable, but more familiar with the graphic novel format um, than I am, admittedly. And so we had kind of, the last episode we had started kind of, plotting out kind of where the main plot points would go you can see we have five books here and some really simple just one line plot points that would go on every issue and i thought we should go and maybe do a little bit of character work if that works for you zach i know we had kind of talked about it last time um but we don't have anything super 
like drawn out for these guys. And they're robots, so yeah, we have some freedom because yeah. we don't have to stick to you know human nonsense, which is kind now, of before nice. we get before we get into this though, I do want to bring up what I talked to you about yesterday in our real world. Yeah, because I just I cannot get this idea of uh, of RoboCop out of my brain. So yes. if, if you're if you're watching, I I really want to to throw an idea at you and and let me know what you think about this. So uh, the the idea that I had is that RoboCop, you know, RoboCop himself is mostly a machine, which it, most of those parts are owned by a company and they're leased to the police station in Detroit. And that's the base thing of what RoboCop is. But what my question to Dylan was, and I'm not really sure how far we got into this, but my question was, if say that the police station goes defunct or the company that technically owns the parts of RoboCop go away. They get uh, defunded. It gets defunded, yeah. Now, that robot that lives now at that place uh, becomes part of that inventory. Now, whatever business buys that afterwards, they would now own RoboCop, which is 95% robotics and 5% very ma upset memories and uh, a lot of legal <laughs> legalese. Um, now, I was really worried that whatever company picked up that afterwards would really just misuse RoboCop for things like food service or basic uh, just uh, hubcap design, uh, yeah, some stupid stuff. So, uh, yeah, that, that's been on my brain. And I was wondering, Dylan, if you had any any uh, time to think about this whatsoever. Well, I remember my initial response was like, <clears throat> they keep him on as some sort of like, employee or like house robot or something like that and it's yeah you know you have the people who treat it like treat robocop like a human being you have some people who treat him like an object i and i imagine they would have the dress robocop up in various holiday outfits so like christmas time they put the white beard on him and he's still all metal but they have the kids sit on his lap and take pictures with robo santa oh, or nice. dresses up as the easter bunny uh uh george washington for the fourth of july or something like that and they use him as just kind of like set pieces. And he's like, I am not programmed for display. I am programmed to, it's like, no, 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 no. All right. No, erase that. I can't erase that. It's fine. You're yeah. just sit here, <coughs> say, ho, ho, ho. You're good. Um, It'd be funny to think about like Ro Robo Santa sitting there uh, uh, ingesting children's wishes and then seeing another child just like blatantly shoplift, but just because it's a child <laughs> and he goes Judge Dredd style on him. It's like he like throws the kid that's on his lap and he's like, oh, no. What, what does Robocop say? He, uh, 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 dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I like to hear Robocop yell that at a kid who's stealing candy. All right. Anyway, let's let's hop back into this project. Um, I, well, I think I think this is just going to be another entry into our eventual like um, mini story anthology podcast we do of sci-fi stories, like the um, teleporter that doesn't have enough biomass, so they just make a person out of corn. Yeah, or rocks, or, 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 or rocks, but it still works. I still think that I, with my limited knowledge of teleportation and how that <laughs> works, I still think that 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 would happen. Because like if yeah. you teleport something into just a forest, uh, you're going to be mostly plant matter, I think, instead of uh, bio, whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, character is character development on this this project, which we are still calling Force Limit. Force Limit. Which is a yeah. reference to um, 
a lot of robotics and automation will have a hard-coded limit on how much force any particular piece can apply so it doesn't crush a human being to paste between its digits. Um, and this, That's a, yeah, good <laughs> Well, this story is um, about kind of, in the end, they do remove that force limit and the robots kind of have an uprising. Yeah, at least yeah. they get their, their kung fu grip back. Yes, that's true. <laughs> All right, so as far as character development, what did you want to work on? What do we need here? So I think we should give all these droids at least something they're addressed by. If not a name, then a title. Because right now we're just referring to them as like house droid, hummingbird drone, like multi-tool pillar. Not yeah. great. Like There, there okay. should be, whether it's like a designation or an actual name, what they call each other, or just a, the model type for the robot. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then kind of like give them a personality and personality is in like comic relief, straight man, or, you know, something Ooh. along that, like that line. Yeah. Can, can we avoid comic relief robots? Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, like when you watch like a Transformers movie, which they're not great, obviously, uh, but you're like, I, I can get behind all of this. And then there's that one old robot that has like a yeah jet and fire weird... and a, and attack <laughs> like, on fallen or something yeah and he's like wow i wish y'all do it over here i do crazy old robot like i'm like dude what are you what are you doing you can transform into anything why are you an old man to be fair eventually he does rip his own heart out and give it to optimus prime and that's pretty cool okay sure that's it yeah <laughs> yeah know. otherwise he, he's it's awful he pulled he like a he pulled like a like a Fred Sanford. He's like, I'm coming for you, Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth. Oh, you want to crawl? I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, all right. So our hummingbird uh, style drone, its yeah. beak is a data uplink. I think that's cool. It's got like multi different kind of uh, import things depending yeah. on what's going on. Now, um, I would say that I, I like the idea of of calling robots by their you know, manufacturing number that has okay. uh, a, like a kind of another thing to it. So, but I also like that most of these are by different companies, right? Are, are they made by companies now? They're made um, by subsidiaries of the evil robot Megacorp, which is okay. the one that makes them all um, uh, radioactive. Yeah. So Megacorp owns a bunch of companies that make these different things. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So now one that is um, the, the, Remember we had an idea for a drug that came in like data sticks. Um, I think so. Yeah, and I think we called it like a uh, uh, gigs. Yeah, uh oh what was it? Was it gigs or a uh, glitch? Uh, no. Glitch? Oh man, I don't remember specifically, but I remember thinking like, oh that's a really good name for a drug. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Classic Dylan response. Oh, you know? <laughs> That'd be a good drug. Um, all right, yeah. so let, let's call that hummingbird uh, gigs just because I think if he has different forms, um, he can upload slash download different uh, giga, gigabytes. Yeah. Gig. Is, are, are gigabytes big? Gigabytes are like the low high-end unit right now. Our, our the hard drives that we have the the external hard drives are terabytes. Terabytes. A thousand Wait. gigabytes makes a terabyte. Um, I thought I thought Terra was like some kind of name for like Earth or yeah, uh, that too. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay, so gig, gigs probably is not that good, huh? 
what what were you thinking for names? Like, what, what was it? Was there like a theme you wanted to go with? I I honestly didn't have anything prepared for robot names. Um, yeah. I think I think gigs works, or at All least right, that's well, what that's what the robot is. That's what they're called when they're like being spoken to. Yeah. Now, do you want to break down like what co- like what the name of the companies that made these are, what what they are initially designed for? Like, how in depth were you wanting to get with this? Having a name for the Megacorp so we don't keep calling it just Megacorp is probably a good idea. All right, so um, Mega, Megacorp is, is the main company that owns a bunch of sub- subsidiaries. Yeah. Uh, a couple of these subsidiaries are um, – do you want to fold per- Paravision into that? Yeah, because sure. like they, they would have like, uh, like televisions and other electronics um, as well as their streaming services. Yeah. Uh, we oh, also yeah, – Paravision, Paravision can be the, uh, the like – social media network that everybody yeah. goes to yeah cool um we also have um another company that uh megacorp owned with has droid <laughs> uh dedications we're gonna say is uh i was trying to think of a play on like minority report like see if there's like some kind of weird way we can like turn that into something like like a like a like a majority essay but that doesn't sound cool whatsoever so let's not do that um all right what what are some robotic companies that are out right now uh i mean the ones that come to mind are like tesla boston mm-hmm. dynamics um atlas is the name of the actual robot that that they just released today i saw a video of that robot doing parkour uh ad, ad, advanced solitude solutions oh yeah they, of course they, they have they have something to do with robots uh par, parkour that's not bad uh a parkouring robot why do you need that like what's that for is Combat that applications oh, what okay here's <laughs> here's what i'm thinking if if i bought a parkour robot i would be a human yoda Right, like sure, I, yeah. I would, I would make that my Luke Skywalker. I would yeah. sit in a backpack and I'd have him do flips over rocks, uh, nonstop. Um, okay, great. so Boston Mechanics. Let's say uh, 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 Boulder Electronics. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, and then we also have uh, one. You also have to have, have a one named company that means like pinnacle. You know, yeah. so. Um, off the top of my head, Apex, but well, Apex that, is used in a lot of things. Yeah, that's that's Godzilla, dog. Come on, we can't steal that. Oh right, it's also yeah, uh, uh, it's also Titanfall. Yeah, we we uh, how about um, uh, well, I know Chevron is Chevron something? Not, I mean, a Chevron is like the the like, that's the yeah yeah is yeah, that sure. a comp- Chevron is a company. I, I know it used to be so. like a gas station or something. No oh idea. yeah. All right, and then we need let's let's have one more um, that Megacorp owns. Now this one needs to be probably uh, four names of something that comes together as an as an anagram, oh, right? God. Yeah. So we're gonna. Well, I guess we also have Advanced Solitude Solutions, but uh, let, let's um, like uh, na- <clears throat> nano nanotech. Uh, uh, Honestly, if you do like advanced nanotech and then you're like, okay, this is a N I don't want to finish this four little word. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, so, uh, at, ad, ad, nan, no, ad, uh, nanotech. Um, hmm. Also, I like the idea of like a Walmart, like ad, a Walmart ad, thing. being. 
Advances, which is advanced systems. <laughs> Ad advances? Yeah. Well, it sounds right. like it sounds like a med tech. It sounds like a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Um, do you want to take advanced altitude solutions out and put advanced sys in there? Sure. Oh right. yeah, we have advanced and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, advances. Cool. Um, all right, and then we have one more, which is um, now. How far in the future is this? Uh, undetermined far future. All right. Now I like the idea of other <laughs> other twenty xd six. Oh man, I hear there's gonna be a lot of rain that year. Um, like that. Yeah, I like it. So. <laughs> I like the idea of other convenience stores really putting a lot of money into into tech, um, and and then becoming like some sort of some sort of conglomerate. So what's like um, I'm, I'm thinking like a Walgreens. Um, can, can we think of like a generic version of that? Uh, I mean Walmart is, and I don't think Walgreens is the same company, but they're named after the Walton family. So mm -hmm. it could, we could just take like. The first syllable of any family name. So wall, wall, wall store, wall store, wall store plus, wall to Walmart, which I think is something. Yeah, that's um, uh, uh, me mega mega wall. Wait, what, what's their mega mart? Mega mart. That's something already. Yeah. Um, what's our word for like mart and store? Shop. How about a wall bodega? <laughs> bodega mart. Wall shop, <laughs> wall shop, bodega, bodega mart, uh, bodega mart, wall shop, yeah. uh, bodega, uh, any of those. bodega shop. Yeah, any of those. I think that's cool. Um, bodega mart. Now they really put a lot of money into. At first, it was their pharmacy area with like high end, uh, you know, uh, blood pressure machines of uh, foot callus things, and that really just kind of took off into uh, eye checking quickly for glasses and uh, uh uh blood checks for vitamin necessities yeah. and that really just kind of went off from there in um, order to get into the store you have to put your arm in one of those blood pressure cuffs and your prices are adjusted based on how unhealthy you are yeah or like they have to check <laughs> you at the door and they automatically put stuff in your cart that you are <laughs> that you are deficient of predictive uh, predictive shopping algorithm yeah, I like that. And then, like, even to get to the store, you have to call their ambulance and be like, "What do you need today?" And it's yeah. like, I, I just toilet paper. And it's like, we have to do a quick exam from you. Yeah, it's like, oh, it looks like you need potassium, magnesium, a little bit of calcium, uh, and you're also low in vitamin D. Um, all right, cool. Oh, so okay. I like that. All right, cool. So now, gigs, uh, the hummingbird that was most likely done for social, the social media bot, right? Uh, that I seems. Think so. Yeah. That seems that seems to make sense. If it can kind of hover, uh, take cameras, upload, download things quickly, that seems like a social media thing. So and uh, probably like information courier, like it it carries information from place to place. Like people just people are just more comfortable when stuff is physically delivered as opposed to being transferred. No, I agree. Now, what was the company that does the social media one? Uh, that is Paravision. All right, cool. So, uh, so uh, Paravision, Paravision gigs, um. <clears throat> which was uh, the fastest way to upload, download, uh, uh, put stuff around, and, and yeah. et cetera, for social media. I think that's cool. Yeah. Now, the house droid. 
which is yeah. like a cube, uh, emotionally displayed matrix. I think that's really cool. Uh, it, it's similar to like a gonk droid in yeah. Star Wars. It's really just a walking power supply with a, de a depressed point of view. Um, now, this one, which of the companies do you think would have made this? Uh, probably Advances. All right. If so it's like a friend robot, like you have it watching your kids or something. Yeah. It like shows cute little emoticons on its display screen. I, I love that. So let, let's say that's the company that made that one. Now, what is, uh, uh, so I would, I like names from companies that sound like their old Greek names for things. Sure. So what, what's like the Greek name for like a twin Ooh. or um, like a, like a friend or buddy. You got, got Gemini. Yeah, which I, is I, twins. Yeah. Um, um, um. Oh man, I'm really blanking on my like ancient Greek like names right now. Yeah, I um, really thought, thought you knew. I thought you knew more Greek for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I know like pop culture Greek stuff. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Um. Yeah, I'm looking up quickly just uh, some some Greek names, but I don't think that's. Well, the classic right. ones, the classic ones were like Achilles and Patroclus were like, generally it's taught that they were very close friends, but I mean, the way they're spoken about it's, it sounds a lot like they were lovers instead. And they're just too PC to assign sexuality to All like, right, let, let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's call it the Philos. The Philos? P-H-I-L-O-P-H-I-L-O-S, which is okay. ancient, ancient Greek for plural of friend cool um so I, I like that so this is the uh advances philos yeah no i like it okay now the multi-tool pillar yeah now that one's most likely going to be done by the uh the bodega mart right I, I was thinking either bodega mart or uh chevron the military one because it's like yeah we use that to like disarm weaponry or something or like you know hack into not hack into but um to like disarm ordinance ordinance or break into strongholds or stuff like that oh, I like or that just perform maintenance yeah cool um all right so let's say that's the company that uh, uh created that robot okay. and um let's see military what what do they normally name their stuff they name their stuff pretty generic name and number things right yes and i like the idea that this this one doesn't have like an it's referred to almost exclusively by its like manufacturing number like yeah x25c yeah um now but we also got to call it something so let's uh let's say it's the uh uh krl uh 94 right the model, model krl 94 yep and obviously we're just gonna call him carl um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was thinking I, I for some reason i had uh krill stuck in my head i'm like all right we oh. can call it krill i like carl oh. <clears throat> yeah i like carl um all right so the jukebox uh now that one i think as a character this is going to be a really good one now the jukebox, I would say, let's say that's the Bodega Mart, right? Because yeah. that, let's say that uh, through through the Bodega Mart's uh, rise to technological power, uh, <laughs> they created a system where once you walk into their store, you get a personalized jukebox walking behind you that is bio, 
biometrically scanned to what you like to listen to. Uh, that way it's not aggressive uh, 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 Jimmy uh, Buffett all day. Well, which uh, Jukebot uh, worked for, works for the diner and gets pulled along in the adventure when it accidentally scans the, the activation code on the dude's hand. Yeah. So yeah, that makes that works. That, right. It's it's the jukebox for the restaurant. That's like, never mind. Um, yeah, I have all the work I need, and then it leaves. All right. So as <laughs> Bodega Mart slash Walmart slash Target. Now, when they make things, they like to name things that are similar to the names of other things that are pretty yeah. popular. Now, if this is a jukebox, it would most likely not be Beats by Dre, right? Now, what are some things that are similar to that? Um, what's well, what's we, we like, could also draw inspiration from IKEA, which gives them like fake Swedish names. Oh, okay, yeah. For all the furniture. Yeah, I think that's cool. So, um, let's see. So, a good Swedish uh, name. Um, let's see. Well, it doesn't have to be actually Swedish, but it should sound vaguely Swedish. Yeah. Like, um, the friend of play. Where it's like friend will play or something like that. You know, it's always like a pun if you mispronounce the actual name. Yeah, I think that's cool. I'm down with I don't that. Know, um, I don't know if that's the actual one to go with, but something like that. Um I, I mean I, I like friend or play. I like um Trundle song. I was thinking of like a two like a two-word something and then the word sounds after it. So okay. um but uh Yeah, mm. I, I'm I'm cool with friend or play. I think that's fine. Yeah, friend or play. And we'll just call him uh what derp. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or it's like what what do you want us to call you? And it just plays a different song lyric every time. Yeah. It's like and, and they only call him derp only because like it says friend or play and then like the, the sides are rubbed oh, off. Oh, I uh, see because derp oh, is you in the middle. You didn't get that? I didn't actually oh. until just now. <laughs> Come on, man! I, uh, dude, I got it eventually. You literally wrote it twice. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So <laughs> the uplifted cat. This is a member. Uh, the member of uh, the sewer sweepers who took a liking to the robots. A cat joins when the. All right. So this is just a cat, right? Um, well, but we it, needed, it has it has some advanced tech on it. We needed a character <coughs> from last week. That could be the like human biological link so that people could have something to relate to that's not just a robot. And so the idea was put up to have it be an animal companion. And this far in the future, they probably have some sort of genetic therapy that can uplift an animal's intelligence. Okay, what if what if one of these companies made a device <laughs> that made um say <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need your help with this one. Okay. Uh, let's say a Bluetooth babblefish. Okay. okay, so uh, it, it 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 can transmit what it wants to say to any any device around it that has Bluetooth. So it just okay. speaks. Uh, so other robots are constantly speaking for it, and they're like, yeah. "What?" And it's like, oh, "Sorry, that was the cat talking for me." Well, what do you think about that? He says you need to leave him alone. <laughs> no, I I say that like other robots just emit the actual like words that the cat was going to say oh. because he he can connect to them all by, via Bluetooth. Okay. Like the cat uh, itself cannot make noise. <laughs> like if so, like, like a ventriloquist. Uh yeah, kind Ish. of. Like he ventriloquist can turn, 
Like, he can turn puppet. other robots into dummies. Yeah. Or, Marionette. Um, yeah, he, like, throws his... Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get, I, I get it. Yeah. And I like where <laughs> they keep misinterpreting... The, the cat's really rude. And yeah. And they keep... Yeah. Um, and like just robots just say like what, what like derp will just say something and the other robots are like what it's like yeah. sorry that, that was the cat speaking through me <laughs> um now what what company would have made that uh that sounds what's, like what's the last company we have it's like boulder, boulder, boulder electronics yeah For i'm into the that core robots yeah why not yeah, they, they, yeah, because they started with uh, animal anti-cruelty devices uh, that would help. Now, they didn't want devices on animals because, obviously, that's a burden. That's why they made them emit their things to other devices. I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, installed with a voice thrower from Boulder Electric. And what's yeah. the cat's name? Now... I, I don't know. The, the cat's name needs to be something that is like well, Wellington. <laughs> what if it doesn't just doesn't have a name where it's like, that was the cat? It's yeah, like, okay. The, what do, yeah, the what cat. do I call the cat? Do not address me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I, I like that. The, the cat does not have a name. It, it kind of grew up on the streets. And then uh, some scientists grabbed it and installed this uh, thing into it. And the scientists work for for, for Boulder Electronics, um, yeah. and um, yeah, I think that's cool. Oh, yeah, I was trying to think if there's a way we can work that into a, a name because they got a, oh, it's called the cat. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's like, well, what do we call the cat? Uh, don't the cat doesn't want to talk to you? I don't want to talk to you. That was the cat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I was it the cat? Yes, it was the cat. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the dead guy, uh, a ranking developer for Megacorp's compliance division, attempted whistleblower gets killed when he steals information from Megacorp, which reveals the new line of robots are powered by reactors, which will cause horrific cancer after minimal exposure uh, has tattooed QR code. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, do we want to give him like a full name and stuff? Yeah, you should have a name and it should be All something right. that you would expect to be like a high, uh, like a high tech robot developer um ai programmer that sort of thing yeah now what what do you say that those names have in common like when you say it should sound like that what's, what's one of those names like a, like a smart name or like, a kind of off name like f five or more syllables across first and last name now what if we use the name that elon musk gave his child oh god kyle is it kyle I, I saw something that interpreted it where it's like, it's the oh, Greek letter uh, for Kai, and then, uh, like some sort of serial number for a jet that has an L in it or something yeah. like that. I thought it was like it, it was. They were saying it was closer to Ethan or something. Oh, maybe I don't know. Well, what is it? It's like X, uh, X one one two. Uh, no, Elon Musk kid name. Yeah. X A E like the A with the E coming off the end. Yeah, the ether, the ether A. Yeah, A dash X I I. And that's that's Kyle. Uh. Okay. Um. 
I'm I'm doing some research. Oh my god. I think you, yeah, okay. X the unknown variable. AE which is like the that old English spelling of I, AI, the syllable AI. And then apparently A12 was a precursor to the SR17 uh, aircraft. Okay. And then um Oh, it's Ash. That's how you say it. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, apparently X is the Greek letter for key, for Kai, which is has a K sound. AE makes an I sound. And A12 refers to the 12th letter of the alphabet, which is L. So, oh, okay. Kyle? Kale? Well, when, when you Google how to say Elon Musk's child's name, uh, it it, it's, it, it says Ash. There's there's a website that like breaks it all down by what Elon right. Musk says, and it kind of comes out to Ash. Yeah, um, whatever. <laughs> okay, so let's say that this uh, the, the programmer is a a woman, right? Does it have to be a man? Doesn't have to be a man. All right, let's say it's a woman. Um, and let's let's give her what what are some smart women names right now? Uh, you have uh, what what's what's the one? The the one woman from Sweden who likes to yell at Trump, uh, uh Greta Thun Thunberg Thunberg. Yeah, all right. So we got Greta. Uh, you got what Malala, Malali. Um, uh, Van Fleet. Hmm. Wow, nothing. Okay. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I was reading. I was reading this website about. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I guess I deserve that. That's an no. Awful I, I, I heard. But... I heard Van Fleet. I was like, okay, he's going full name thing. Blah blah. And I'm like reading. I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, that was a joke. That was a joke. Register that as a joke, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I like the name uh, Ulima. So U L I M A H. Greta Ulima. Van Fleet. That's <clears throat> Greta Ulima Van Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. So now, uh, and, uh Greta... we have one. We have one more named character. Oh, sorry. Go ahead about. Go ahead about Greta. We. I was just gonna recap what that person is, but that's fine. And go ahead. She's a she's a compliance officer for Megacorp, like the overarching one. She's the one who programmed all these robots to not attack people. Um, and she realized that their reactors are going to cause horrific illness. And just trying to get that info out by making the robots reveal it. All right. And this is a nice person? Yeah. Right. I mean, nice Good. in as much as she wants people to not get sick, but also not nice in that she's using programming to literally force these robots to solve her murder and get the well, oh, that, that's that's Greta. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Now the next character is the influencer. Yes. The influencer, <clears throat> we had the idea that news has become decentralized in all of these networks. And so people turn to individual like influencer journalists mm -hmm. to get in for, to get stories. And now, this is like what, the most popular one in this city. Now, so what, they what was, take the info to her and she, yeah. What was the name of our, of our podcaster from uh, red Wichita? Daphne driver. <laughs> Do you want to continue the Daphne driver series? We, are we setting Red Witch tie? Well, hey, superheroes could be anywhere. Only, it could be. I assume right. this was far enough in the future that Earth doesn't have familiar like societies on it. Oh, there's no more societies. 
Oh no, there there are societies, but it's Judge Dread style, where it's like Mega City One, Mega City Two. Oh, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So how about? It doesn't have uh, to be, but yeah. No, I'm okay. With that so so let's say all right. So let's say it's a D Daffy Driver's uh, granddaughter, and great, great, her great name, granddaughter, yeah, or something. and her her name is uh, uh, Delphi. Delphi, yeah. Right, Delph Delphi, Delphi Driver. Delphi Driver, and uh, her her. Username is like Oracle or some uh, sister Oracle. Uh, yeah. That, yes. That, that good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> cool. Sis, sister Oracle. No. Well, what what what's that? I don't know. It's it's her it's her uh, username. It's her handle. Is, is she the sister of Oracle or is she a religious figure? Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it a, is it like a, a, a title, sister? I guess it could or is be. it or is it like a conglomerate, like a like a like a female frat, like a celebrity? Oh, she like, she's the head the, of a network of like yeah, like journalist like, women. Yeah, they're all called oracles. Uh, <laughs> I don't, we can I don't we know. can get rid of sister. That's fine by me. I'm just curious. I'm allowed to ask. I think you absolutely right? are. You I just said sister Oracle because I've I thought they would want some measure of privacy, so they go by their username most of the time. No, I I, I get it. It just once it registered in my brain, I'm like, well, why would this person choose this name? You know yeah. what I mean? Like they they had to write this name. Now, what, do you think that like their sister uh, uncovered some stuff earlier and died young, and that's why they chose this name? Or is is it a is it an organization of of women uh, that that do this kind of thing? based on what what daphne driver started years and years ago that's not bad like brotherhood <laughs> of the bats <laughs> it, I, sons of batman or whatever sons of Bat yeah the only thing that i had prepared for this character going in was that they are the like most watched person on the internet or whatever it is like they're the big one okay they like the 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 biggest independent news outlet kind of thing yeah right? okay cool yeah i'm into that uh delphi driver aka sister oracle um cool now she's 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 always there with you giving you the news she's your sister from the internet or something i don't know all right i mean well, we can yeah that's fine dude. we'll that's workshop it later Let's say this is gonna be a beautiful omelet at the end, and we gotta break we gotta break some eggs. It's not a big deal. Yes. Uh okay, so now what the main uh crux of this story is, um what, what give it to me again, like break it all down to a very minimalistic story. So um some robots in the future are enjoying their time off in a diner where humans don't go. That is that piece is broken when someone stumbles through the door. And shows them a code on their hand and then dies. The robots hang out for a little bit and then the body's taken away by the street sweepers and they're like, wait, we didn't know what, we want to know what happened to it. So they follow it to the dump. They get the uh, body out of the dump and they avoid, they evade the police because you're not supposed to take stuff from the dump. They go to a surgery robot and find out the body has like a data stick hidden in it. In order to get the data stick decrypted, they have to take it to one of the head robot headquarters um wait what about the qr code in the hand that's the code that they that she shows them that before makes, she dies yes we don't know what it is yet and the robots yeah. don't know what it is yet they're like we the, gotta find out what this is yeah so oh they don't know what it is yet they're gonna like cut her hand off or whatever yeah the robots don't know but they manage to get the hand detached or no they don't get the hand detached but they follow to the dump while at the dump they evade the police 
and get the hand and the body. And it turns out they had the person had like a data stick encrypted inside their body. So they get it out with a surgery robot's help. In order to decrypt it, they have to get it into the headquarters of the robot manufacturer. They do. Uh, on the data stick is schematics for the robots that shows that they are highly radioactive and information that um, it's being hidden from the populace. Wait, 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 wait. What does the QR code do again? It makes the robots solve this case. Like, it makes them pursue this case. They don't know it yet. Okay, so by, by them looking at this QR code, they inadvertently scanned it, and that puts them on the mission to solve her yes. death? It incepts them, yes, it, to without solve, their knowledge. To solve her death? Yes. Okay. I'm just uh, curious. Yeah. No, because it's like, that's when they realize that humans are bastards at the end. Is like, we were made to do this. Like, she said she, we thought she was trying to free us. It turns out she just told us to do another thing for her. Hmm. Let's leave. Yeah. Um, but so they, they have, they get the information to a journalist, the influencer, sister Oracle, who's like, this is messed up. I'm going to tell everybody about it so we can get rid of robots and start over. And they're like, wait, that's not what we wanted. It starts a robot purge because the robots can't fight back. So what they do is they realize that the QR code like kind of unlocked their ability to fight back. The, the four robots do. So they broadcast the code to all the robots using like the tower, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the broadcast tower or whatever, which starts the robots fighting back. They, they realize they, Wait, they broadcast the QR code? They broadcast the QR code, which also removes their compliance. So like they kind of just flash it over some stuff? Yeah. Okay, they, cool. they beam it out to everybody. Or they show it on like big screens or something. Cool. Uh, maybe maybe um, the house droid, um, what was her name? Uh, maybe Philos. Ah. Philos just displays it on his heads-up display. So when he walks up to a robot, he just flashes yeah. it at him, and then they're free. And he's like, cool. it's like this is really convenient. Yeah, like <laughs> he's just that. walking back and forth, just looking up at him. Um, yeah. And so uh, as the city kind of falls apart and, you know, humans fight robots, robots fight humans. These four are like, man, screw this. We're leaving. They go out into the wilderness where they run into a band of wasteland wandering robots. They join up with them and they leave as the city burns behind them. Cool. Yeah. That's All what right, we I'm had. Uh, so book one, what we're going to work on next week, uh, we'll yes. start right now. Uh, this is the inciting incident. Um, the uh, person stumbles into the diner. Antagonist one meets the Megacorp. Antagonist one, who's that? This uh, is the robot? So, well, the only antagonist we have is the greater system of the Megacorporation. Like, there's no there's no real face to them. It's just an oppressive feeling against oh, the robots. We, we meet Megacorp. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So I use um, I use that beat sheet from Jeffrey Calhoun's book to kind of lay out these plot points, and that's what these titles are: the antagonist, the first time we really interact with the villain; uh, the heart is the first time we really interact with the the heart character, the relationship character. Who's the cat? Because the cat's supposed to be kind of like the 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 relation the the face of the party. It it has a heart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a non uh, non synthetic one. All right, so we know what the inciting incident is, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and now, how does how do we get from that to uh, the antagonist one? I figure this that can is, be part. 
I, I figure that can be part of the like street sweeper coming in to get the body against the wishes of the robot. And then they try to get the body back through actual channels. And they're like, no, we don't give out biological remnants. And so then they have to evade the centaur cops that we had talked about in order to get the body out of the dump. Okay. Now by this, that's probably going to be an exposition dump by the street sweeper and then whatever other uh, robots that our, our friends come across. Right. That's yeah. And if we're doing a graphic novel, we can have that opening page where it's like <clears throat> the far future of 20 XD six ecological devastation has driven humans and robots to live in massive cities where they coexist on nine to five schedules. And then, we launch into the story or something. Yeah. I, I like even like having the idea that humans had to pass laws saying robots uh, could not function 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's crazy. Okay. So we have that. Uh, robots need to become preserved. Okay. So they, that's them going off to find <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Uh, they, meet, they meet the cat on the way. I guess the yeah. cat lives in a dump, right? Yeah. The cat, uh, it's, like a, it's like a rodent, like vermin, like street sweeper. Cool. Um, and uh, ends with the body retrieval and surgical revelation. All right, cool. I mean, that, that seems all kind of put together there. Yeah. Now, and now, book. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. I was going to say, book two. Do you follow kind of the same outline again? Uh, just kind of plugging in different stuff. I hadn't assigned like, it yet, we but. We yeah we we kind of we we build on what happened last time and we start establishing we we end book two with what the data stick has in it with the revelation that these robots are going to kill people with any sort of exposure. Right. My my question is uh, for book two: Do we start out with inciting incident, the antagonist one, the debate, the heart one? Do we start with those things again, or is there a different method for like a, to, to sequelize a, a book? If we were doing the standard like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, we would follow that kind of plot like platform. I think this time we don't. I don't think we follow it. We kind of adapt. We adapt that to this format. It's going to be different yeah. because we're doing three kind of acts. Or I think four, well, I mean, we're, five we're, of them. We're doing five acts. Yeah, which, yeah. which is I think fine. Um, but I do like having some sort of like predetermined like setup system that seems like a really cool flow to make sure that we're uh being consistent in the storytelling even yeah. if we're using different information so uh if there's a way to kind of start that that'd be cool if not sure. obviously we can we can just flow i think that's cool um but yeah I, I, I like where this is going yeah no this is a fun one and i think next episode we really flush out book one and get into book two Maybe two per, um, and then the fifth one we do, the, the last episode we do, like, book five, and then we wrap it up. Yeah, I think that's cool. <clears throat> um, all right, Mr. B. Siegel, how are you, sir? Uh, good to see you, Tim. Uh, yeah, go go go! check out uh, Tim's podcast, uh, Focused on Forward. A beautiful podcast, yeah. really, really interesting stuff, uh, breaking down into what makes people tick. And what makes them cry, and what makes them smile, and that's yeah. gorgeous. That's gorgeous stuff. Yeah. Way more impressive than what we're doing here, which is just uh, joking around, writing stuff. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. So that's another episode of Twitching Upstream. Thank anybody and everybody and nobodies who watch this thing. We definitely appreciate it. Like I say every week, uh, I love the attention. I need it. Uh, it's something that I crave, uh, similar to sunlight and water. Uh, yeah, I like attention. So. Um, 
some people that we have to thank, though. Uh, obviously, Scott Curtis, uh, earlier you saw him popping around um, in, in the chats. That's Scott Curtis. Uh, he's taking a bit of a break from his podcast, Behind the Bits, but that is an awesome podcast where he really just finds cool comedians to break down, like, what makes their jokes tick and why they why they uh, keep keep going and why they tell some stuff. And that's great. And it's not it's not like a comedy podcast. It's an interview podcast no. with comedians, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, some East Coast friends, we have uh, Tara, uh, Sarah Tkachik and Tanya Sheck. We gotta thank you guys very much. Uh, there's there's some kind of podcast app that pays us weekly uh, <laughs> that we are supposed to thank, but they keep changing our name. Um, so go check them yeah. out. I'll I'll say that I'll, I'll have links on our website. Uh, yeah. If you want to find out who they are, go to somenobodies.com. If you want to help us out, if you want to help us create more and more weird, uh, paradoxical nonsense, you can always go to patreon.com backslash somenobodies. Uh, that really fuels mine and Dylan's fire to keep some weird yeah. stuff. If, if you popped in earlier, you hear that I'm working on a project of what happens after uh, RoboCop gets defunded. Uh, and then we also have this weird teleportation thing where uh, who knows what happens when you get rebuilt. But either way, uh, if you want to hear more of our words that Dylan writes and I shout uh, at the wrong volumes, you can go to somenobodies.com uh, where you can find amazing things that Dylan created like uh, Silicon Angels. Season 2 will be coming out soon. We're still writing all that stuff. Uh, we also have uh, Create Your Own Pod Venture, which is a 17-episode arc where you choose where this thing goes. Uh, at the end of every episode, I give you a choice. You choose episode three or episode nine, whatever you feel like doing, go for it. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Wednesdays at No Time to Binge, which is a new show where we only watch the first and last episode of a series and try to figure out what happened in the middle. Uh, like I said earlier, Real, Real Boys, Mondays and uh, Fridays. Uh, yeah. Are we out? Are we out? Okay. Sorry, my screen. My yeah, screen went black. Go to Patreon so Zach can get uh, faster internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I need I need faster internet. <laughs> uh, either way, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, uh, Tim Siegel, Scott Curtis, uh, our friends yeah. Red Flanagan. Uh, check out Jeff Dwoskin on Wednesdays. And uh, I don't know, Dylan. What do you guys say? Take it easy out there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What else, what else is there to say nowadays? Just like, dude, I, I, I was soaking that in. I was just thinking that's the perfect thing to say. Like, just take it yeah. easy. Man. Just take like, it easy. Shit, shit's hard, dude. Like, yeah. take it easy. Yeah. And drink a lot of water. Drink water. Drink water. Easy. Yeah. All right. All right. Are we, are uh, we done? I've been Zach. Yeah. Okay. I've been Zach. He's been Dylan, and you've been great. You might as well run that music. All right. Bye, everybody. Take it easy. Thank <laughs> you.